Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shine Sparkers podcast. I'm Amanda Van Heil. I'll be your host, and I'm joined by Darren, our creative director, and Roy, our deputy creative director. And we also have a very special guest. Kabutroid, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey there, I'm Kabutroid. I uh, make the comic strip Planet Zebeth, which uh, ran for 17 years. It ended. Then, like, a year and change later, I literally three, four days ago just got it started up again, so we're just starting the next storyline right now. It's kind of cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. So, to begin with, how did you come up with Planet Zebeth? Well, way back in the day, I was basically a big Metroid fan, of course, and I just kind of being creative type, it's like, I want to make a story about Metroid. And you know, you have this old, was it a 486 that I was working on back then? And yeah, so I basically collected sprites from the comic and started throwing them onto the screen and I came up with kind of like vague plot points of where I want to hit down the road, but I just wanted to tell a story about Metroid. Oh, the main thing. So there was, this was the age of sprite comics and there was, you know, sprite comics everywhere, but there was very, very few Metroid ones. There was like maybe two. There was a whole pile of Mario ones. There was some Sonic ones. But I was like, man, there needs to be more Metroid comic strips. So I went and did it. <laughs> and thank goodness you did. I remember fondly like checking the internet back in like the mid-2000s and coming across this. And I think I must have been I must have been looking at the Metroid database forums or something. And I'm sure, I'm sure that's where I saw it. Um and I just couldn't believe that it had been going as long as it had been. <laughs> Um, and that's like, there isn't many things in the Metroid fan community that have lasted that long. I mean, we've just celebrated our 10th year and that feels like an age, but even like that predates that. And it's, it's crazy to me that something could last that long. So well done to you. That's fantastic. I'm sure there's actually a lot of people, especially newer fans that haven't even heard of this. Um, yeah, I'm so, kind of hoping that it spreads out a little bit now. Like if 8-bit comes back or anything, like new people discover it. That's kind of what I want. Yeah, yeah. How would you um, describe that to people? Like if people um, was checking out your comic for the first time and, and they were starting from the very first uh, first page, how would you introduce it? Like how would you... Well, basically it's based on the old Nintendo game Metroid, if you've played that. It happens right after Samus kills Kraid and then poof, they're just kind of teleported to this other planet here, an emulator technically. And then it's like, oh, what the heck just happened? Let's go run off and do our own thing. It's just an entirely new storyline based on we're all teleported to this new place and everything is different. Right, let's go do something. <laughs> and this has run for how many uh, episodes now? Or how many like how many stories? Uh, it is one thousand three hundred and five comics long, all in one giant storyline. Oh, is that all? No, I'm joking. That's, <laughs> amount. That's huge. That's oh. massive. Way back in the day, wow. I was like, my goal was to hit one hundred. Then I got 100, and it's like, okay, I make like a, you know, milestone every 100 or so, and 500. Oh, this is kind of cool. Are we going to, yeah, we're definitely hitting 1,000. Let's just, let's just <laughs> wait for the 100s to roll by. <laughs> yeah, that is incredible. That's fantastic. Um, I said, oh, gosh, well, so to have that many, um, what would you say is your favorite storyline from the comic, and which ones are you most proud of? The Trabnagians, the random Trabnagian tribe where they just kind of, you know, Samson and Creed were wandering off across the, like, really, really hot lava area. They came across this tribe of minions that have ridiculously long names and the whole foibles there. That, that was my favorite part, is the Trabnagians. 
At one point, there was a storyline based on Metroid 2, uh, and it had a humorous take on Samus's mission to SR388 or ZR388. Yeah, um, ZR388. <laughs> have you been tempted to spoof the stories of other Metroid games in a similar way? Only vaguely, because it would kind of have to be 8-bit sprites. Like, you can mix 8 and 16-bit, but it's pretty sketchy, so... I'm honestly not sure what would work with 8-bit sprites, because I don't see the, the site changing from 8-bit, so... Zero Mission? Maybe Zero Mission? Oh wait, that's basically the same as Metroid 1. <laughs> Fusion? Because I'm just picturing you doing like a take on Other M, and for all the fan criticism of how Samus was characterized, just how you might spoof that with the... That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Samus is pretty abrasive here. I could see that working well. <laughs> just imagining this this version of Samus, where she's a violent psychopath who only wants booze, is hilarious. And items. <laughs> and items, yes. You should do an episode on lockdown, like... Uh, where they have to stay two like inches apart or something on a, on a comic or something like that, uh, and how they cope with uh, with the current pandemic. They're all locked in the bar. I like it. I like it. That's going to be very difficult <laughs> for them to stay socially distant, isn't it? <laughs> and Craid. Just Craid. <laughs> I think it would be easier for Samus to distance herself from Craid. I think it would be hard for Craid to distance himself from Samus. Well, they do have the pog room, so one of them could always lock themselves in the pog room. There's the dishwashing. There's a few rooms in the bar, so technically it could work. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the pog room, then. <laughs> I guess that came about when, like, the bar was originally just one room, and then I needed, like, a place to have, like, other various minor plot points, like, where do they store the booze and stuff? So, all right, we're going to make, like, six different rooms here of whatever... One room has actually never been shown. There's one door that has never been shown. Even after all these comics, there's, there's still a room that hasn't been shown. Yeah, in Ridley's bar. <laughs> Will we see it someday? Will we see it in a, in a future comic? Almost certainly. Ah. Almost certainly. But yeah, the Pog room, it was basically like, that was way back when they were like, okay, hey, we need a currency form. We need a form of money. Well, what are we going to do? Let's just pop the inside out of these health points. There we go, and now for whatever reason, we can pick these up and not absorb them. Yay! So the rings <laughs> are the money, and the pogs, we just got a whole spare pile of these, throw them all in that room, and then Craig started playing with them. <laughs> so, so from from what I heard, because I was speaking with Roy about this yesterday before we started recording, now, Craig has a collection of pogs, if I remember correctly, and he's got yeah. like a... A certain number of them, and he has a, a name for every single one, and each one has its own backstory. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, first name, last name, backstory. And he was distraught when that one was broken in half. Oh, Samantha! <laughs> I remember, I remember that being one of my absolute favorite comics. Of all time. <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> It, it sounds yeah. it, it sounds a bit crazy. Things get a bit crazy in this bar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig's a bit crazy. <laughs> I also like how the comic, because Metroid is a very serious uh, franchise. There isn't yeah. much. There might be a few funny moments here and there, but overall, it's not you know uh, Kid Icarus or Mario type of humor. 
So I like that the comic kind of adds in that humor and makes it more mature because Metroid is also more of a mature franchise. Mainly just because I needed to put swearing in, like, I couldn't convey the emotion that these characters are feeling without an expletive, so it kind of had to reach expletive status. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to add quickly, because um, I'm, I'm not sure if Amanda has heard of this comic before, if she's looked into this comic in any way over the years. I have looked into it. Um, I was, I'm very new to it. Um, but it kind of, it humanizes everybody. And I like that because, you know, when, mm, when yes. things are so super serious, it's, it's hard to really relate to it. Mm. And when you, when you humanize a character and you like realize that, Hey, mo- people are going to be saying some swear words and they're not going to just be completely like, people aren't going to be completely stoic all the time. I mean, some people are, but like. I'll keep my mouth shut on that. <laughs> um, Elias. <laughs> oh. oh, shots fired. He prides himself on being stoic all the time. Um, but it does. It just makes it more more, it, more understandable, more relatable. And if anything, it might make people want to play the games more because they're like, you know, these people do have or care. Not necessarily people, obviously. Um, these characters <laughs> have actual personalities and they're not just little things that shoot stuff and i just think that's really neat it's great because most of these characters are quite mute in metroid like there's not much dialogue at all if any um so it's great to actually add some character and sort of um put your own take on what these characters are like their personalities um their interactions with other people i i thought it was very fun i hope that people jumping into the comic for the first time uh find some entertainment from that while I was perusing the like bonus section of your website, I noticed that you've also used the site to document your other activities. Like um, before we started, you mentioned uh, that you're doing some carving, also some chain mail. Uh, so have you been doing a lot more of that during this lockdown? And uh, what's your favorite uh, of those activities? Uh, well, it's not so much related to lockdown than more so the fact that I haven't had a working computer. But because uh, I live in a small town and literally there was not a single case of COVID here until like literally a week or so ago. So things are a little bit kind of crazy in town right now. But otherwise, it hasn't really been so much COVID. Also, the fact that I'm really introverted and like if I do go out, it's into the middle of the swamp in like the middle of nowhere here. So like there's no humans within a mile of me type of thing. <laughs> But yeah, actually that's what I've been doing a lot of the time during, uh, like, lockdown is just the outdoors or since coming to this town. And as for the uh, random uh, side activities that I've been doing, mainly while the computer has been non-working, is, uh, like you said, chainmail. I've made a lot of dragons, but uh, that's actually slowed down to save money on just supplies and buying rings and everything, and branches are free. (laughs) And I live in a forest. So uh, I love making staves, like six foot tall, like Gandalf style staves. So I've got like a dozen of those in my house right now, some carved, some uncarved. Then we've got painting down some of them. And yeah, that's carving has really been the thing that's been like kicking me into gear these days. Um, So I just want to ask as well, um, what's the future of the comic now that it's kind of reached the end of its story? Uh, Will there be a whole new adventure or has it really come to a close? No, we are starting a whole new adventure right now. That was actually kind of the plan Uh from the get-go. So like it ended a few years, all the the 
first storyline ended a few years ago, or a year and a half ago, and then, like, computer problems, etc. Like, it had to it had to continue. Mother Brain was asleep, mostly uploaded. Yeah, you gotta do something with that. Yeah, now it's like a year later, so, like, all of the crops are done. Like, everything is kind of settled with them. Like, Samus isn't gonna be searching for items anymore because their entire point of collecting items was to kill Mother Brain. And as of present, they think that's happened. <laughs> I'm just glad to see that it's going to continue. I think uh, after all these years, it would be a shame to, uh, to see it end. Alright, so question for the three of you. What were your favorite storylines from Planet Zebeth? Uh Cabotroid, you mentioned the Trabnagian tribe earlier, and um that is my favorite storyline of all yeah. time. <laughs> uh, just so for context for anyone, uh Samus and Craig happen upon this tribe of enemies that, as you said, have these very, very long, ridiculously long names. <laughs> um Samus is a very violent psychopath, and so she gets driven insane by all of the, all of the names. Crane is trying to reassure everyone, oh, it's fine. <laughs> she's, she's doing all right. Meanwhile, she's, she's running back to them. Her smoke is coming out of her ears, pretty much. Uh, she shoots one of them. You, blue thing, what's your name? Um, it's Sirac. You puke colored thing. What's your name? I would rather not answer that. You <laughs> may live. You big eyed, greenish, ugly thing. What's your name? Um, Alicia Car. Oh my god, you killed Alicia Carman. Oh my god, you killed Simon Bell. Oh my god, you. How about I just leave it at, oh my god. Good thinking, Lucy Vaughn. That was stupid, Jacob. And that goes on for like an hour. Crane is trying to escape with some of the surviving tribal members he's throwing objects to like distract <laughs> samus who's blowing the crap out of this wall so she's going ah wait movement die if you ever decide to voice this comic in any way please give roy a roll because he just explained <laughs> that so well it's really entertaining to listen to like i just want to go read that comic now <laughs> thank you thank you i am interested in being a voice actor there we go. Oh, that's your first gig. <laughs> well, we'll have to get this Planet Zebeth sprite movie together, and uh, I have to voice someone. There's a few people that have actually made little mini videos on YouTube of, like, say, 10, 15 comics. It's kind of cool. Nice. Well, for me, I, I don't know exactly. I think it sort of spans over a few of the very early comics, um, but I know there's one where um, where Samus and Craig... Go, I think it's Craig anyway. Um, just have a drink of Jack Daniels while they're going for a drink of Jack Daniels, and they stumble into Craig's lair and kill fake Craig, and then just go oh, out yeah. again or something because because uh, Craig left his place. I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> I love that because Samus would totally drink Jack Daniels. That would totally well. It's my be, favorite drink. Absolutely, be a whiskey drinker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after all the crap she's been through, you need the strongest stuff possible. 
Yeah, fair. fair. Yeah, she is living with Craig, her around Craig. <laughs> oh yes, that would make you drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said earlier, the Trebnagian tribe is my favorite series, and I've narrowed it down to my very favorite comic, comic itself, and that's comic six ninety five. Where Crate literally like dog piles onto the like pile of food in the Tragnabian area there. So yeah, where he just like leaps onto the like mound of food and just starts eating. Then like the next comic or so, like everyone's like, yeah, that was a good meal and stuff. Or Crate's like, that was a good meal and stuff. Everyone else is like, but I didn't get enough to eat. Shh, no one did. We'll have another one later. <laughs> and that one was like a little bit before Samus just goes berserk starts killing everyone um i think maybe that was triggered by her eating this bush yeah the and as, scraggly bush <laughs> yeah, and, and as someone who hates vegetables with a passion i definitely understand that i'm like i've got it open right now and i'm laughing just looking at it <laughs> <laughs> um amanda do you have any thoughts on the comic that you'd like to share i just i think it's so much fun i think it's a great way for metroid fans like even new metroid fans just to kind of get to know the characters in a new way and just enjoy it and not take it too seriously and i think that's great i think it's probably one of the very first fan created projects of any kind really for metroid on the internet um it's it's historical and it's it's just great to see that something like that has continued all this time i'm a big fan of um of preserving things like that and there was a point that it was offline and i just i was just hoping that we could you know see it again one day um and so yeah i'm just pleased that it's still around and i hope that people will give it a chance you know if you've got a fan uh out there that likes uh sprite comics like you said earlier you know there's uh there's a resurgence in sprite games and things like that so maybe people will go back and uh and look at this comic and look at what you've created. And I hope they do, because it's very very humorous and very fun. Yeah, I think this might actually be the first Metroid comic that involved, like, the mini-bosses being friends with Samus. Like, Samus and Kraid and Ridley being friends with each other. I think this might be the first time that happened. I think it's a very it's a rarity, isn't it, in any case, for, for Samus to be involved and, and have any kind of relationship with any of the uh, creatures and bosses from Metroid. Adds a bit of uniqueness, for sure. Well, that's it for this episode of the Shine Sparkers podcast. If you have any questions you'd like to ask for us for the next episode, be sure to do so. You can tag us on Twitter and let us know if you want if there's anything you want us to answer. And Kabutroid, thank you so, so much for joining us today. If people want to find you or your projects or anything else you're working on, where can people find you? As always, it's uh, zebeth.ca. Or, uh, like, just for an easier way to get to the links to, like, my Instagram and everything, katielynn.com, K-A-T-I-E-L-Y-N-N-E.com, like, that's my actual name. Yeah, that's basically got kind of links to my primary, like, social medias. So, yeah, one of those two is basically the best way to hit me up. Great. Well, thank you again for joining us, and thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next mission. See you next mission. See you next mission. See you next mission. I just heard my cat meowing. Hopefully, as far that's as not claps being go, picked I think up. that's about an eight and a half out of ten. Mm. Yeah, good. Well, that's 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 pretty high up. That's not that's bad. Good. That's not bad. Last time it was about a seven, seven point five.
<laughs> this is a good one. Alrighty. We were also looking at, I think for a while you were trying various different uh, food combos, uh-huh. which looked revolting. And I will take some. you to task on them. Uh, cheese Whiz and Eggos, what were you thinking? <laughs> that was probably more just two random objects that I had, but I like cheese. I like Eggos. Eh, let's see if they go to, if I recall, it wasn't bad. <laughs> Eleven is going to take you to task for that. All right, so question for all three of you. What is your favorite of all of the comics in the planet set? <clears throat> Sorry, I just got like super congested all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay. Allergies. This is my allergy season. Oh, uh, I feel you. It's probably something to do with the concussion she had. but The concussion yeah. she yeah, had. There we like, go. It was that concussion I had. <laughs> like a year ago now. A probably. year ago. It was still the concussion. I don't remember. So it was, it was a concussion. So I mean, go. concussions can be pre-existing conditions. That's true. There we go. <clears throat> and maybe it, maybe the concussion like messed up that one part of my brain that causes me to get congested. That that right there is it. That's it right there. This podcast was edited by Stefan Wells, with music by Maserati. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider checking out our social media pages on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. For the latest Metroid news, community features, and exclusive content, check out the website at shinesparkers.net. See you next mission.